For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the code word REBEL for a discount on pillows, sheets, pet beds, and everything else at MyPillow.com. Woo! Rebels, it's that time. Can you feel it? Are you ready to be a great parent? Do you want to feel like you're back on your honeymoon? Well, we believe in you and God believes in you. Rebels, it's time to join the rebellion. It's time for Rebel Parenting. Ooh-wee, Rebels, do we have a program for you today. Tiffany King on the podcast talking about her book, Eat at Home. I got to tell you, I use this cookbook all the time. I found there are so many people that grew up not learning how to cook. I wasn't one of those people. My mom taught me to cook from a very early age, and I love easy, good cookbooks. This one is fantastic. You're going to love it. I use this, I use it probably twice a month, maybe more. But I use it all the time. Today's program is sponsored by Liberty HealthShare at libertyhealthshare.com slash rebel. It is the healthcare program Laura and I use. They have saved our necks on numerous occasions, and we appreciate them. And thank you to Liberty HealthShare for sponsoring this program. Let's dive into Tiffany King eating at home on today's edition of Rebel Parenting. Tiffany King Eat at home. Thank you so much for coming on the broadcast, and thank you for making me look like a hero last night to my family and kids. I mean, oh yeah, that food was amazing. So, so many thanks. Oh, I'm so glad to be here, and I'm really glad you guys liked the dinner last night. Oh my goodness, let's just start with that. Yeah, tell you, them what you made. So, you have a book called Eat at Home, and. Um, We'll let people know how to get that uh, at the end of the broadcast. I got to tell you, I'm a skeptic when it comes to cookbooks. Usually when you see a picture and you're like, oh, I'm going to make that. You know, you'll make food that looks similar to it, but it's never, you know, the presentation, the surprise, all those things. And so I was making your chicken pot pie, kind of chicken and biscuits, um, I don't want to do dishes tonight in the section in your book, which I was like, I don't want to do dishes for sure. And neither do I. And, you know, I've made chicken before in a pan. I've put in butter and, and you know, I've done similar things. And it was, it it looked, when it was getting ready to go in the oven, it looked okay. You yeah. know, it had some dough on top and it was beige. And, you know, when the timer went off, I don't even know. It was such a surprise. It, was, it looked I, so good. I wanted to go show my... Fr- I, I for sure posted it all online. My goodness. I wished there were people coming over. It was one of those meals that you're like, ooh, this makes me look like I know what I'm doing. This is awesome. Yeah, and it we did have a neighbor so kid over. So his That's first, right. his first time eating at our home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tiffany, how did you get into... Um, Writing recipes, coming up with recipes, the cookbook. I'm fascinated by it. I just came up with my very first recipe, but how did this start for you? Um, I've loved to experiment with food since I started learning to cook, which was not until after I got married. Um, oh, really? So when yeah, when we when we got married, I hadn't. I could make canned baked beans, <laughs> and that's about it. Seriously, it pretty bad. So you. You didn't have a history of cooking. You're, you didn't have traditions like your mom teaching you to cook. You learned to cook late in life after you got married. 
Well, I would not call 20 late in life, but yes, it oh. was after I got married. Yeah, of course, yes. I just... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Sorry. My mom is a... No, that's fine. <laughs> um, I got married very young, so I've been married basically forever now. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah. Great job. Mm -hmm. my, my mom is a fantastic cook, but she's not a teacher. Um, and I probably wasn't much of a student either. Mm -hmm. So I just left the home without having some of those basic skills. Um, I knew enough, you know, to get me started. I knew enough that I wanted to be able to cook so that I could be able to eat yeah. um, a lot better than uh, a cake mix. <laughs> totally. For dinner. Oh, and, yeah. And that's yeah. the norm. We find that now. Most kids growing up don't learn a lot of those skills. They don't learn how to cook and they don't, you know, even just like basic recipe following stuff. It's not mm -hmm. really taught a whole lot. I'm excited. I didn't know that about you, but it really kind of gives people hope like, oh, hey, I didn't get a whole lot of training. But I mean, look at Tiffany. She's got a business where she gives meal plans and tells people how to cook. I have to tell you, too, I followed your recipe. I mean... Laura, Buy the book. Yeah, Laura will tell you, I'm usually, I know better than the book, so I kind of add things. I went straight through the recipe. It turned out perfect. And I even uh, had it for lunch today. Uh, yes, leftovers are my favorite, especially mm. if they're good leftovers. But it I'm was so glad that it leftover. turned out. Yeah, so thank you. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. So you wanted to start cooking. You were married. I mean, let's walk down that road. How did you get from there to all the way into cookbooks and meal plans? And Yeah, so when I first started learning to cook, I would cook, you know, a really nice meal once a week or um, it was more of a fun hobby kind of thing. But once you start having kids, they, they're hungry every day. <laughs> so oh, yeah. all times a day. All day long. Right. All day long. And so, um, you know, it becomes at a day in, day out kind of thing. And my cooking had to change. I couldn't do some of those more involved recipes. Mm -hmm. um, it just had to shorten up and become something that would work mm. uh, for oh, a yeah. busy family. Especially when the kids got into um, high school, when my oldest couple of kids were doing dance lessons several times a week and we were on traveling soccer teams mm. and mm. you know you find yourself in the car instead of at, at home. the table yeah yeah so I learned some tips and tricks and um, different things that would help us still have dinner on the table even if I wasn't actually home at dinner time to cook it what are some of those tips and tricks my biggest help is to keep cooked chicken or cooked um, ground beef in the freezer, different kinds of meats or oh. proteins, even cooked beans if you're not gonna use canned beans. Um, because if you've got that part of your recipe done, you can give it a quick spin in the microwave for a minute or two and it's ready to add to any recipe. Oh, yeah. smart. Yeah, That's... it just saves so much time. You I've just never saved done us that. time. I've never done that. Yeah. Yep. And I saw I saw in the in the book, I was using fresh chicken, but it said if you've got it made ahead of time, just pop it out. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's smart. That's a good yeah. first one. Okay. So getting your proteins done ahead of time, that's a great one. What's another, what's another one? Um, I think just being realistic with yourself. You know, if you're planning your meals on a Sunday night or whenever you do that, mm -hmm. um, you sometimes we can get really ambitious and think we're going to eat all cooked from scratch and it's going to be really healthy and 
it's going to be very involved and you pick out these recipes and by Thursday night, you're done. (laughs) You're Mm -hmm. tired. You didn't have time. and, And you think to yourself, I'm no good at this. But really, you didn't plan a recipe that's going to fit your day because you can still have a healthy recipe. Um, you can still have really good food, but choose a simple recipe that only has a few ingredients, only takes 15 minutes or that you can put in your slow cooker or your pressure cooker um, just so it fits your day and not the other way around. That's I like perfect. That. So yeah. do you have a couple of those that are always on hand for those unexpected I, days? <laughs> I do. Um, one thing I like to do is um, make freezer meals. So there's mm. two plans in the book. There's a chapter I want to cook for the whole week tonight. And usually I don't mm. actually use these in all in one week. I save them um, and like I do this about once a month. And then I have six meals in the freezer that took me about one hour to prepare all of them. Oh, wow. And then I can pull them out and put them in either the slow cooker or the pressure cooker. Um, so that's one one thing that I do. The other is just 15-minute meals. I um, have um, a lot of 15-minute recipes, but I recommend everybody have a couple of go-tos. They're so quick and easy that you can usually memorize them after you've made them a couple of times, mm-hmm. which just shortens up your time even more, right, if you're making yeah. something from memory. Um, yeah, something like Mexican bean and rice bowls, um, mm-hmm. just something super quick. Totally. And do you use a lot of fresh ingredients? I do. I We eat a lot of salads now. And mm-hmm. as, you know, like lots of people, we've tried to add in more vegetables into our diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I do try to incorporate that a lot of times in the side dishes. Um, I also really like frozen vegetables because... Yeah. Um, you know, if you don't get to it or your plans change or whatever, you're not going to have a crisper drawer full of limp vegetables. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> Laura's totally looking at me right now. Yeah, I tend to do that. And I like to shop at Costco, so. Yes. Maybe yeah. I should put half the stuff I buy in the freezer when I get home. Well, and I, oh yeah, that would be a great idea too. And to buy more frozen vegetables. Definitely. Yeah. Because that's what we used last night. Like in the meal, I used fresh chicken. I could have made that ahead of time. Yeah. But then I used uh, the frozen peas, carrots, corn when I put it in. Yeah. And that was yeah. easy. It is easy. Mm-hmm. It is. And, you know, if you're using frozen broccoli or frozen, the only thing I don't like frozen is Brussels sprouts. Um, I love fresh roasted Brussels sprouts. So do I. Mm-hmm. Then I don't know. Something happens. Something does happen. <laughs> they get squishy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know good. why it's not as good. They're definitely not as good. The whole taste is different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for so sure. Can we jump into the to honey? I don't know if we can yet, but can we jump into the value of eating at home and and all that transpires and definitely. all the goodies and because we'll get into meal plans. I definitely want to talk about that. But Laura's right. When we started losing weight, it's because we started eating at home and. There's so many studies that show the great things that happen in your family when you eat at home. So, I mean, you've really been helping people do this all over the country with meal plans and shopping lists and recipes. Let's talk about the benefits, all the things that happen when you do eat together and at home. Yeah, I'm, we're um, in the place now where our kids, we've got two who are married. Oh. Um, so we're starting to see this long-term culture of dinner time together roll into their lives with their new spouses as they build that into their family. So, you know, we've, um, 
we're kind of in that place of getting to see the benefits of all those day in, day out dinners that maybe we don't remember all of them, but they add up to something really important. Mm. Um, and then our family still gathers around the table. Sometimes the um, older kids will pop in for dinner if they're around. Um, we try to gather about once a week if we can on Sundays um, to eat together. So it, it is important. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And one of the things I really love about dinner time is that you can easily meet all five love languages. Oh, um, yeah. Without even trying. <laughs> let's talk about that. Let, yeah, that let's was actually talk about in our that. notes. Um, and then I definitely want to hit conversation starters too. But let's talk about okay. the love languages. How do you hit all five of those when you eat at home? Um, well, first of all, number one is quality time. And that mm. one's super easy because you're spending time together when you're around the table. Um, words of affirmation, if someone has that love language, mm-hmm. it's easy to incorporate that into your conversation around the table and you probably already do it naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Lincoln does that to me when I cook. He will he will tell me what's good and what he likes. He's really good about telling you what you did well and and then if I ask him what it needs, if I ask him to be honest, he will think about it and then say, mm, maybe a little salt or maybe this is missing or I'm not quite sure, but yeah. I like the words of affirmation. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably his love language. <laughs> yes, it is. He's speaking it. Yeah. Um, physical touch is another and being around the table just puts us in close proximity. So we hold hands to pray or we can give each mm. other a quick hug. Mm. Acts of service. The whole meal is an act of service. And if you've got a child or a spouse who readily helps, that's probably their love language. So my husband is great about always doing dishes afterwards. Um, it just, he's always done that, but that's his love language is acts of service. So that's the thing that speaks love to him. Nice. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah, it it is. It's always good to have a dish doer in your house. (laughs) Um, yeah, we got to create one of those. I, I got to figure out if Lincoln or Lucy's going to be the dish doer. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy's a touch, but uh, maybe she'll be the dishwasher. Maybe. <laughs> She's still a little young. <laughs> um, the last one is gifts. And that one's a little bit more of a stretch. But if you make a special meal or a special dessert for mm-hmm. somebody and mm-hmm. it's their favorite, that's a gift for that person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For I like sure. that one, too. I love to bake. I love to cook. Yeah. I like seeing people like, ooh, they're excited about something. It makes yeah, me happy. Ryan's known in the neighborhood for giving everybody like half of cakes and half of cheesecakes and tons of cookies. And <laughs> that's what he's known for. I can't eat all of it myself. I'll just, it would kill me if I ate all the stuff I make. And so I give away a ton of food. And everyone's always excited. <laughs> they're like, what's Ryan cooking today? <laughs> Yes, I feel that I love to bake, but I've been trying to eat less sweets, so it's rough. (laughs) It is. Yeah. I am not happy about that. Tiffany, you've got in the book uh, Conversation Starters, and at Rebel Parenting, we've been talking a lot about Conversation Starters, and really, I think they help so much during times of stress. When you just think, I don't know, I, I don't know what I want to talk about. I, I'm just, I, I have so much on my mind and there's so many things to do. Or if you're fighting with your spouse or your kids and it's like, all I want to talk about is what you're doing wrong. You know, those things. Mm-hmm. I yeah. turned to that page in the book and it was like, ah, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. It, those conversation starters really are nice when 
when either you're just tapped out and you don't have anything mm-hmm. to to start something with mm-hmm. or there's some other things going on in your family and the dinner table is not the place to bring those things up right um for it, that's not good for any of us um but that's a yeah, great but, let's talk about that for a second i think that's a great thing to talk about for families that at the dinner table you really shouldn't have the heavy conversations of you know you did this wrong or there's a punishment talk or something that the dinner table it ought to be remembered as the good we have this new game called don't tip the waiter and you stack plates and cups and stuff and it falls over and the kids love it (laughs) and it makes the dinner table more fun like oh we're gonna have fun because it's dinner time Right. Yeah, I love that. That's a fun game. Well, and just to think of the analogy with the Lord coming to the dinner table just to celebrate him and to worship him and to give our thanks to him. And that, yeah, we do need to talk about difficult stuff, but let's just not make it about dinner time. Right. And it can be tempting because... You know, when you've got the kids there or sometimes yeah. an issue flares up at the dinner table um, and you have to deal with it, you know, if if it's something like that. But yeah, um, it is best to to leave those times, those discussions for another time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. none of us are perfect that we will end up bringing up things at the dinner table we wish we hadn't. Yep. It's OK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's always another meal. Your family will recover, people. That's right. Yes. Totally, totally. (laughs) Tiffany, I want to talk about meal plans because I have wanted to do it for so long. I've tried and I really get stuck fast and I get super overwhelmed. Either I look at a meal plan and it's like, you know, Korean barbecue chili. It's like, what? I don't, I would never eat that. There's either a ton of stuff I don't want to eat, um... It seems overwhelming, but I have a lot of recipes that I like, that I'm good at. But when I think about either planning a whole month or the shopping, I just get overwhelmed. What are some of the basic things of starting a meal plan and learning how to shop at the beginning of the week? I just feel like Laura and I were talking, I think we'd save so much money with a meal plan when you go to the store and you know exactly what you're there for. It's not like, well, what are we going to cook this month? Like, I guess we could look for, you know, you come back from the supermarket and there's nothing to eat. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing with any meal plan, no matter if you're creating your own or you're using a meal plan service, mm-hmm. is to not second guess yourself um, hmm. and not second guess the plan. Give it a try. So maybe it is Korean barbecue chili and you think to yourself, I'm not going to like that. And you may not, um, but if you give it a try, then you'll know for sure whether you liked it or not. Mm. A lot of times um, I'll think to myself, I'm not really in the mood to make whatever was on the plan. Mm. But if I just go in the kitchen, make it, by the time it's sitting in front of me, I'm in the mood to eat it. You know, that I think for myself and a lot of people, it's, that's a way of trying to talk ourselves out of getting our dinner done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's, that's what, that's thing. what we call Brenner. When we forget to do dinner, we do breakfast and dinner. <laughs> yes. It's like Brenner yes. time. Brenner's yeah. Brenner's for sure. When I don't, I don't want to do anything. I just, I don't want to do takeout, but I don't really want to cook. So, yeah. so we're having pancake, <laughs> eggs and bacon for dinner. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Make what's on the plan. 
yeah, um, just stick with it for a while. And mm -hmm. if it's not working, then, um, you know, move on to another one. But the other key piece that we miss a lot of times is timing out the amount of time that you actually have to make dinner. Yes. So some nights, maybe, or days, maybe you have 15 minutes or 10 minutes in the morning, you can load your slow cooker. Mm. Um, and that works well. Maybe another night you need a 15 minute meal because you're just not going to be home to do it. Maybe yeah. on a different night, you have time to do a sheet pan dinner that maybe will take you 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, just being very realistic about your schedule. I did that last night. Yeah. I, I was going to do sheet pan vegetables and the chicken and biscuits. And I got way into chicken and biscuits and just was like, I, I can't do this. I can't do more than this. And we didn't need to either. It would have been more out. than we needed. So yeah. I'm glad yeah. I didn't start it and then just get halfway through and be like, ah, I can't do it. I'm mm. a big fan of if you're going to have one, like a main dish that requires you to follow a recipe or, you know, is a little bit more involved then keep the sides very simple. Or if you wanna have kind of a special side dish that requires a little bit more, mm -hmm. then uh -huh. let's have a super simple main dish so nice. that you're not trying to make too many too much on the recipe. Mm -hmm. yeah. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Rebel Parenting. What's happening Rebels? Did you miss the healthcare open enrollment period? Because it has ended, but not to fear you can enroll for Liberty Health Share any time of the year at libertyhealthshare.org slash rebel. Why? Because that's what Laura and I use. I got to tell you, when we got a 70 plus thousand dollar bill for her cancer surgery, I praised the Lord for Liberty Health Share. They took care of everything. I'm not kidding. Everything. Oh, I thought we were going to have to sell our house when I got a bill that big. I called my rep at Liberty Health Share, and she was like, oh, no, we take care of this. And they did. You can get plans starting as low as $199 per month. They've got plans for singles, couples, families. You can choose the ideal package for your situation. Plus, Liberty Health Share has no network, so you're free to pick your own doctor, hospitals, and provider. I got to tell you, this came into play when we were in California, and Laura had... Uh, appendicitis and had to have an appendectomy all of a sudden out of the blue. What happened? Liberty Health Share took care of the entire thing. So join Liberty Health Share any time of the year. You can join right now. Plans starting as low as $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org slash rebel. That's libertyhealthshare.org slash rebel. It's what Laura and I use and we recommend it. God bless. Welcome back to Rebel Parenting. Did you miss us? So what would you say to the mom who's like just starting? Like, okay, I've not really cooked for my family. I've just ordered takeout and pizza. Because I know there's a lot of single moms out there that are working, that are listening to us. And I know a lot of moms that are divorced, that have five, six, seven kids. What would you say to them who are like, okay, I know I want to start eating at home and I want them to eat more healthy. What would you suggest? Where, where would, would they start? I would suggest um, starting with some slow cooker recipes because those mm. tend to be very, very simple. Mm -hmm. Find if you need, especially if you're going to be out of the house all day, like 10 or 12 hours. Right. Find someone that some recipes that can take that long of a cooking time. Things like a large cut of meat or a super stew. Those things can handle that cook time. Um, 
and find some good 15 minute recipes that you can rely on because you knew you can kind of make yourself do anything for 15 minutes for sure that's like less time than it takes to go through the drive-thru sometimes yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so that and i think it's when you get a good 15 minute recipe and you learn it it gives you that confidence like oh hey i can do this i can cook that's awesome. Exactly. You know, it's nice yeah. to to have those under your belt, to learn a couple of the new ones and start getting your confidence, especially if you haven't done it before and you don't feel like, well, I'm not a good cook. I teach lots of people to cook and use their Instant Pot and make bread because I believe everyone can do it if you're shown the right way. Yeah, it's a teachable thing. We're all teachable. One thing, too, is to be um, kind to yourself. You know, Mm -hmm. if it doesn't work out, it's okay. Mm -hmm. When you're trying something new, not everything is going to work. You know, mistakes are going to be made. I still make mistakes with cooking sometimes. Um, Things don't always go the way I want them to. Um, It happens sometimes. It happens less and less often than when I was young, but it does still happen. Totally. I've uh, said this a lot. Laura has made me a much, much better cook because she never gets mad when I ruin food. Like, I'll just destroy something. It'll be awful. And she's like, whatever, throw it away. Don't don't worry. <laughs> yeah. And it's given me the freedom to, to get better and to learn new things. It's really nice. And I'm very fortunate that Ryan loves to cook a lot. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> it has been helpful. Yeah. Talk about shopping. Like, if, I'm, if I've got, you know, let's say I have 10 meals. How do I start with the shopping list and making sure this doesn't go bad by the time I want to cook it. How far out do you shop for your meal plans? Mm-hmm. I usually shop once a week. Um, okay. You can shop you know, less frequently than that, but and then maybe pick up some of the produce and dairy and mm-hmm. fresh ingredients more often. Um, I tend to shop about once a week, and I'm a huge fan of online grocery ordering. Oh, that- our neighbor is too. Oh my goodness, that would have saved so much when my kids were young. Um, number one, they wouldn't have knocked down that display of ice cream cones. Yes. they wouldn't have been in the store. Um, yeah. No so, impulse buying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's... It saves that impulse buying. Um, and all least, the kids you know, asking of, for all the mm-hmm. sugar. If you and if you're to. hungry when you get there, my impulse buying. And... Yeah, wow. Oh. Yeah, and then you can... Um, you know, I can get that grocery list done, that the shopping part done in, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, um, and then pick it up when it's convenient. Some places even have delivery service. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it saves a ton of time. Wow. And you can also use that as a running list. Now, I'm not as good about this as I wish I was, but because you can schedule it in the future, you can just throw things in your cart mm-hmm. as you need them throughout the week. And then you'll have those things that you ran out of go in and get all of the other things that you've got, you know, you need for your recipes and, um, you won't be forgetting things. I keep telling myself that's a brilliant idea that I don't follow through on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all have those. Such Thanks a brilliant for being idea. honest. I, I was just like, wow, that is so good. It really is. I love Honestly, I just, for me, especially in this season, because right now I'm just like impulse buying, you know, and cooking and baking and trying and, you know, I'll be walking to the supermarket and just like, ooh, I'll try that. Oh, I'll try this. And that online shopping stops all of that. Like, 
What am I going to make with this? this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. It does. And you can still hit a store every once in a while. I know some people like to go to the store. Sometimes yes. it's just nice to go in and browse the actual aisles and not mm-hmm. just do it online. For Even sure. if you have five children. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a good time for them to, you know, I Explore. would never say don't ever take your kids to the grocery store because there's a lot to be learned there in doing is. that. Yeah. Being a homeschool mom, we used to use the grocery store as part of our schooling. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Too. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Yeah. So, yep. Tiffany, you've got a business where you send out meal plans, recipes, shopping lists, all that kind of stuff. What are some of the early mistakes you've seen people make when they start your plan? Um, probably second guessing what's on the plan. <laughs> so um, mm-hmm. they'll tr- a lot of our members will use the recipes and put together their own plan, which is totally fine. I, you know, I don't have a problem with that, but I think it misses a lot of the time saving of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this kind of gets to number two where um, they'll say their kids are too picky or their spouse is too picky to eat the food. Um, I think that you need to give your kids and spouse time to get used to a new food. Now, there will be things that they will never like. I, yeah. I don't like mushrooms. I can eat them if I have to, but mm. I tend to pick them out if they're in something. We love um, mushrooms at yeah. our house. Yeah. Our house, we can't get enough of them. Yeah. Listen, Tiffany, I'm going to so help you with this one. Things. We're talking to the rebel parents out there. Hey, upgrade your kid's palate. Like, stop with the Kraft macaroni and cheese. I mean, it's great in a pinch, but upgrade the palate. Teach them to like and learn new foods and explore things and try kimchi and, and explore those things. And if something's gross, whatever. But you've got to upgrade the, the palate of those around you. You'll live so much healthier. The studies show the more interested you get in food, the healthier you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I love to do with the kids, I have tea time usually during the winter here. And sometimes I'll just grab like six different spices outside of our pantry Mm -hmm. and I'll just put them on a plate and let them like smell them and sometimes I'll even let them put their finger in it and taste it and I'm like what does that taste like or you know and the kids just love it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I love that that is a great way to do it um I I try to get them you know to taste something at least give it a try Mm -hmm. yeah and then I will let them pick it out after that but they have to do that themselves I'm not going to pick it out for them right I'm not going to make a food that doesn't involve whatever that ingredient is yep and eventually they may get used to seeing it and eat i've had two very very picky eaters my oldest is still very picky now she'll tell you she's not but she really (laughs) 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 um and my son who was um the other picky one he eats all kinds of things now he's a big vegetable eater very healthy Mm. um has tried all kinds of things that he never thought he liked um growing up so awesome the other thing our kids love to do i don't know um at the grocery store at ours it has a place for exotic fruit like where Mm -hmm. you can get fruit from all over the world dragon fruit (laughs) dragon fruit and i don't i don't don't even know half the names of them yeah just certain things and we let them choose one usually once a month because they're really expensive but just to let them try it and then we invite some friends over and then we cut it all open and (laughs) it's kind of a little party (laughs) 
That's a great idea. That's been that fun. fun. And then talk about the success. You know, talk about the, the stories that you're hearing because I know. You know, when I've taught people to use their Instant Pot or their slow cooker or how to bake bread and they didn't think they could do it, you, you get excited because you get so much satisfaction thinking, wow, someone's changed their life. What are the stories you're hearing from the people that, that do the meal plans that eat at home cooks? Oh, yeah, those stories are fantastic. Um, mm. I hear from members who um, instantly save hundreds of dollars because they just changed the way they were buying food. Yeah. High five um, on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they... Um, find that the family members that they thought were so picky that wouldn't eat whatever it was have eaten, you know, three out of five meals in a week, which is a huge win for, for that person and that family. Um, things like that. It's, it's really inspiring to hear people begin to connect again around the table. Definitely. Definitely. And then how has like the instant pot changed what you're doing? I mean, it's, I know it's a gigantic craze. I'm, I've drank the Kool-Aid on it for sure. Laura can tell you. If she would let me, I would buy a second one. I like it so much. Well, yeah, you you got to have... tell the funny story about the Instapot first. Oh. <laughs> or not. I wanted it for so long. I, I mean, I went to all the websites. I read the blogs. I read the recipes. I had a book before it. And finally, I just said, you know, and we didn't have the money for it. That was the problem. I bought it. And then I didn't open the package. I hid it in the garage for almost a month. I felt so guilty about it. And finally, I broke down and told Laura that I got it. He totally repented because we were on a budget at the time. We were doing Every Dollar Counts by Dave Ramsey. and it's terrible. And we didn't put it into our budget. And it was, it was a funny story. But now it is so worth it. And honey, if you want to get another one, and when we have the money, you can definitely get another there one. Because well, I love thing. him cooking. You would have done it before. We didn't have the money. I yeah. shouldn't have done it then. And right. I love it. I'm so into it. Is it, is it, I mean, my mom's like, Ryan, I've been using a pressure cooker forever and it's just an electric one, but what do you think? Yeah, I love it. And I actually bought um, a Cuisinart pressure cooker, oh, I don't know, quite a few years ago before they kind of, you know, before it became a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I used it a couple of times. I have a macaroni and cheese recipe that is out of this world um, it's so much better than any other kind that I've ever made is it but in it, the book it I, you know I think it is in the um, part of the recipe that you use the chili oh um, okay. okay I'm looking it up right now okay you keep going I should I should remember what my recipes are called and then I can tell you but I can't yeah you have a one pot remember. chili page 102 yes it's yes. in the book it's in there um yeah, so then I bought a Instant Pot, and mm. I actually bought it so I could write a blog post about why you don't need one. <laughs> and I thought, <laughs> I should probably give this a try yeah. before I do that, and I started really liking it. I know. But the thing about the Instant Pot um, is it is not instant. It's not you know, instant. The internet will tell you that you can have your whole chicken from frozen ready in 30 minutes. Oh, that that's a lie. That is a lie. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's easy it's faster to cook your food in a different way. Yes. But that's not why you use the instant pot. Mm-hmm. Right. Um mm-hmm. I think the name is misleading and the you know, the internet as a whole is a little misleading about how quickly you can get your dinner done. Totally. Just, just a for little. sure. For sure. Yeah. And once but you learn like a couple of little that. things, I mean you can do rice so fast and it's great. Or yes. like when you do oatmeal in it. Oatmeal turns into a different food. 
Yes. I mean, it's a completely different food in the Instant Pot. It puffs yeah. it up. It's, ooh, it's so amazing. Love it. It's so good. Yeah, I've been using it um, for lots of side dish things. Like, love it mm-hmm. for brown rice. Um, I've been making polenta in it. Ooh. And then adding Parmesan cheese. Amazing. That sounds um, good. Yeah, it's so good. Baked potatoes. I know. Are really good. Yep. yep. Um, it's just very, very convenient. And that's why... I. I'm going to um, feed your Instant Pot love. Having two really is nice because you can have <laughs> your side dish in one and then, you know, your main dish in another one. That's been my main argument. I, I know. know. Well, then and we then, just need a bigger kitchen. Yeah. Oh, then know. if you have time in the afternoon to load your Instant Pots or before church, I really like to do it um, on a Sunday. Oh, yeah. Then let them do their cooking thing and then it'll switch over to keep warm and when you come back a few hours later it's all ready yeah Yeah. so it's sort of like a faster slow cooker thing my husband's looking at me with a big smile (laughs) thank you tiffany king we got it here's the truth we can't afford it right now because when i got your book and it had stuff about sheet pan meals in it i've been dying to do sheet pan meals and then i went to i'm obsessed America's Test Kitchen YouTube page, and they were rating the best sheet pans, and it was Nordic Ware, and I just got a set, and so so we have someday, to wait a couple months. Yeah, it's awesome. You're gonna love those. You can put anything on there. Oh That's yeah, awesome. It's the best. Tiffany, thank you so much. We love the book. We love the meal plans. We're gonna send everyone to your site. I've had so much fun, and truthfully, I would be honest. You made me a hero last night. My food looked amazing and it tasted just as good. Yep. It did. Thank you. Oh, I love that. Thank, so thank you. you for your time. We appreciate you. God bless. Thank hey, you. Anything you do in the future, please let us know yes. because we want you back on. I mean, honestly, anything. It was just too much fun. Thank you. I, I enjoyed talking to you guys. That was fun. <laughs> Thanks, Tiffany. Take you care. Have a great day. Thanks to Tiffany King. Thank you for this book, Eat at Home. Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram if you would like a copy. I've got a couple extras. Or email me, help at rebelparenting.org. I'd love to send you a copy. Thanks for sharing this with your friends and family. God bless, Rebels. We will see you soon. Rebel Parenting is produced by Rebel Media House and... When you need a little help with your marriage or parenting, and everyone does, you can find it at rebelparenting.org. Sign up for the Rebel Update by texting the word REBEL to 444-999. That's R-E-B-E-L, and the number is 444-999. We love it when you share Rebel Parenting with your friends and family, so thank you. God bless. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we'll see you next time for another episode of Rebel Parenting. Rebel Parenting.